Never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change It's the Big C and Bigger T podcast. I'm your boy, Bigger T, joined as always by my best friend, Clint Clark, Big C. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm I'm fantastic. You know, we're coming off. I mean, honestly, we took a week off because we did our biggest podcast ever. Most people, they do something that builds momentum and they keep going. Not us. Not no. us. We take a break. Yeah, that's right. No, like, look, we just, we, we, we earned it. Uh, but no, it was the holidays, you know, uh, and now we're getting, you know, the Christmas holidays and New Year's and all that. It's, it's all fun. And then you, uh, and then it's over with and you're like, oh my God, I've got to recuperate. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, in the recuperation and then right into like, We've been waiting a couple of days to record this just because I am full of guts, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. From here to here is nothing but congestion. Um, and uh, don't worry, Travis is on the other side of the state, so he's That's safe. That's right. I'm not going to catch it. He is a Travis Johnson's a national treasure, y'all. <laughs> um, he really is. And, uh, and That's he's, right. He's safe. I'm he's in a bunker somewhere. A bunker somewhere. Can't catch my gut. Can't catch my cooties. That's right. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, but uh, yeah, the Austin Ledbetter episode, man, it it's broke yeah. off, broke our view record on uh, on, on the uh, YouTube's on the YouTube's. We haven't checked the the downloads, but we got to figure that that's probably broken records because it's. I think our previous record was two eighty seven on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, and Austin Ledbetter. I just checked right before I started talking, and we're at four sixty on that one. Nice. So, uh, so uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was a great interview with Austin. He's a, he's a good guy. And, and, you know, we're always impressed with these young men, but, um, I tell you, he's, uh, he, he just talking to him for that hour that we did, man, it was, a uh, it was a good, uh, you know, really? good to have a guy like that in the quarterback room on the team. You're excited about that. He's an Arkansas boy. He loves the Razorbacks. He's coming back to football because he loves football. 
And you know what, Clint? We did that well on it. And your boy here yeah. just jacked the thing up with his edits. I just yeah. left in a time when Ledbetter was he was having problems with his computer yet. It was losing power on it. And so we had a couple of times and I edited two of them. And then I thought, oh, it was only two times. And I just ran the thing then, man. I didn't, I just like, I was getting it done, getting it out. Right. And I forgot there was a whole nother long part there where me and you were talking. Yeah, it, it, it was, it's so cringe. If you're me and you, you're watching, you're like, ah, you're like, hey, did Brascom come through? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, and me and Robert have been talking about me working for him. So you got a little bit behind the scenes there. That That's right. Yeah. Probably didn't want you, uh, didn't want you to see, but it did happen. And, uh, yeah. it's all, Travis does a phenomenal job on these edits. I remember the Coach Ricono episode. Oh, man. Coach Ricono has his, his internet through, but my guess is Fred Flintstone. Uh, yeah. Is, um, and God, man, you had to. That one you had to work. You had to he slide. dropped out several times. That one I had to rewatch it. Like it took me probably ten times longer to do it than it does normally. It was it was yeah. a tough one, but but no man, it was a good it was a good interview. And uh, Austin was a uh, I tell you he 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 answered he gave good answers to the questions. Man, he didn't he didn't talk too long, but he he gave you full answers. You know some of these guys you. You kind of got to pull answers out of them, and uh, not with him. He was he was he did a good job. So, well, everybody was, wanted to know that everybody wanted to know the same thing. What? How was? How did Dave Van Horn take it? Yeah, like that was the over. And you know, so we. You know the the one thing I wish we would have asked him about. I was thinking about later was, I wish we would have asked him to preview this baseball team a little bit for us. You know, yeah, because we're hearing some good things about them, and uh, you know, with the it's uh. It'd been nice to kind of hear what he had to say too, because he's been working out with them, playing fall ball with them, and everything else. But, but anyway, besides that, you know, hey, number two and number two in the country right now. Yeah, that's right. And you're always, as long as Dave Van Horn's up there, you almost expect to be in the top ten every year. Yeah, for sure. Well, folks, uh, Clint, we got a a little different Holy Snikes moment this week. It doesn't have anything to do with sports. All righty. But your boy got a little fired up. Uh-oh. Got a little fired up. Got a little excited. Uh, Sonic. You like Sonic? I do. I no play. It's, it's America's drink stuff. What's your go-to at Sonic? What's your what's your go-to? Well, you know what? I don't eat at Sonic. Order. I, well, if I eat Sonic, it's usually breakfast. Because breakfast burrito? Have, yeah, their breakfast burritos are good. They have, to me, yeah. the cleanest the cleanest tasting breakfast if that makes any sense like yep. it tastes the most like you went in the your kitchen and you whipped it up yourself yeah yeah that's my opinion of it um i'll tell you uh, something that changed my life is on the on the breakfast sandwiches and on the i like i like a blt too i like okay. to get their blt and uh you can order your bacon well done like crispier so it's not you know cuz sometimes they kind of get it a little gummy Right. But uh, anyway, Sonic, and a lot of people have heard this already. I know, I think it just came out this week, but uh, they're having a special, a cheeseburger, a bacon cheeseburger with peanut butter on it. <laughs> I did hear something about this. I just like, and then 
this is where your boy got excited. All right, tell me about it. A milkshake with peanut butter and bacon. And I'm going to go ahead and give you some advice because I've done this before, Clint. Yeah. I was at the beautiful Daisy Queen up in Marshall, Arkansas. And, you know, they it's one of those places, if you ever go to Marshall, Arkansas, you got to go to the Daisy Queen. It's one of the, it's, it's a jewel of Arkansas. Okay. And they have one of these menu boards that takes up like a whole daggum wall. And they, they, they'll deep fry and cook anything you want. And I asked them, I said, well, y'all pretty much make any milkshake I want. And they said, yeah. I said, I want a peanut butter, chocolate, and bacon milkshake. And they thought for a second, and they said, all right, we'll do it. And so they fried up some bacon, chopped it up, put it in a chocolate and peanut butter milkshake for me. And Clint, I think I heard angels sing. Oh, it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Really good. You know, bacon goes well with anything like dark sugars, like, like brown sugar. Yeah. Um, Peanut peanut butter, caramel, maple, uh, maple. Very well, very good with maple. Yeah, I mean that's that's a given. I know, isn't it? Yeah. But um, you know, when I one of my favorite places to go eat is Hash House of Go Go in Las Vegas, and I probably told this story before, but I I go there. This one last night we were in Vegas and we were all you know talking about where we're gonna eat and somebody finally said we go to Hash House Go Go again, so I went and I ordered the chicken and waffles. Mm. So is it okay if there's bacon in the waffles? I'm like, what a stupid question. Of course, yeah, of course. Like, no way. Just like, let me slap you for asking me such a dumb question. Yeah, that's right. uh, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was a. Uh, no, I, I don't know if I can do it. And you know, I've, I've discovered as an adult, it's okay to say I don't like that. Yeah, that's right. Never tried it. Like I can say, like uh, yeah, yams. I don't like yams. Ask me, I've ever had yams. Well, see, I'm I'm different. I've got to try it, but that comes from as a kid. My mom, know, my mom was always okay if I said I didn't like something as long as she knew that I'd tried it before. If she, know, if I hadn't tried it, you know, she was gonna make me try it. But you know I me, mean? I'm not a very good adventurous eater anyway. Oh man, I am. I love it. Like, I'll tell know. you something else good I had. Just I don't we're not a food show, but hey, why not? Hey, right? Yeah, we should be. Crap. Look at us. Yeah. I was at a doctor's appointment the other day <laughs> in Little Rock, and uh, it happened to be on Shackleford. And so I went to um Tacos for Life. Okay, yeah. And grabbed me some lunch, which Tacos for Life is one of my favorites. Okay, I'm down here in South Arkansas. I don't get a chance to get it. And uh so if I go to Conway or something, I that's what I grab. And uh, they have a special taco right now. It's chicken, like a chicken strips in it, with pimento cheese, pickled jalapenos, and a honey glaze on the chicken. Save a lot. That sounds amazing. The man, the honey glaze. You mix the, you know, you got the, you kind of got the sourness of the pickled jalapenos and the, and the pimento cheese. And then you throw that little kick. It wasn't a lot of sweet on the honey glaze. It was just a little bit, but it was just enough 
to throw that extra little kick in, you know, and man, it was so good. <laughs> Ever since I've had it, I was like, man, I got to go back up there and get, uh, <laughs> get that. But man, it was that good. Does sound good. You know, but many cheeses, one of them things when, you know, when I was a kid, I mean, it's almost like a poverty food, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You get a good sandwich. Um, some people put mayonnaise on it and some people wouldn't. Yeah. Other than psychopaths. Um, I always probably, thought pimento cheese already had like mayonnaise or something it, in it. So, it, it, like, really, people that put mayonnaise on pimento cheese sandwiches, they belong in Cummins for murder. That's right. Yeah. Murdering a sandwich, a perfectly good sandwich. But, you know, we went to Twin Peaks and they've got the pimento cheese on the burgers there. Yeah. And yeah. Amazing. And these are one of the things we're like, man, pimento cheese is actually pretty good if you know what to do. Yeah. Especially if it's a good homemade pimento cheese. Like, <laughs> someone makes it and they put a little more spice in the pimentos, you know? Um, that man, that's just anyway. I'm getting hungry again. All right, yeah. I know I'm intermittent fasting, so I gotta stop talking about food. Yeah, bad. yeah. Uh, well, folks, um, I guess we're talking about food because well, right now, Razorback goes, it's, we'd be talking about basketball, and and I just said I don't want to talk about it. But there's not much good to talk about right but, now, man. We don't talk about it. I'm just gonna sit here with my mouth shut. Saturday, dude. Auburn. Worst home loss in the history of Bud Walton Arena. Worst home loss in history. Don't say that been again. Been open for about 30 years. That's terrible, man. To Bruce Pearl. Like, Bruce Pearl over there like wearing a for the FBI. Just putting a beat down on us. Bruce Pearl is a, you know, he's a talented coach, man. I, and I respect his ability, but I don't like losing to him. <laughs> Well, he's he's got the ethics of my ex-wife. Was that out loud? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he, you know, and so what, what do you think, Clint? What, what's uh, what do you think's going on with this team? What what do you what do you think? Uh, what's the there's, fix? There's no chemistry. I mean, they're just there's too much dribbling around, jump back shooting. Mm -hmm. And I didn't watch much of the game, but that's been a lot of muscle in his team. When you have somebody like JD Note that can fill it up, yeah. And Note gets hot, you know, then you're then you're doing the thing. But it just there's I don't know. It just hasn't clicked. Um, team's got a lot of talent. There's a lot of talented pieces. And if you're playing a video game, you probably win a lot of video games with that lineup. Yeah. Um I mean, you beat Duke, you beat Purdue. I mean, you beat some, you beat some good teams. And just for whatever reason, it just it ain't clicking. I mean, it's like, and you had some thoughts on that as well. Yeah, I mean, I, you're exactly right. I mean, it's it's not clicking. There's too much isolation ball. Look, you can do that sometimes. Sometimes you got to do that, right? Yeah, but to. Where that's your normal offense, that's it's not good. It's not good, especially in college ball. And that's the scary part is everyone says, I mean, I, I said before this may be one of the most talented teams, you know, as far as having experienced talent that we've had at Arkansas. Because all these guys are experienced, talented guys. I mean, L. Ellis, um, Marks, I mean, all these guys have done big things at other schools, you know? And so 
for them to, to for us to see what we're seeing, I really think Clint is. It, 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 I almost hate to go there, but you got to go there. You got to, you got to, you got to shoot the elephant in the room if it's standing there dancing at you. Okay. You just got to. <laughs> I don't know what that means. We're, ele we're, we're elephant hunting. That's horrible. All right. <laughs> anyway. Um, but with the transfer portal stuff, okay, when, you know, we've kind of, ex we've kind of explained it every year with, okay, that's just must. He's, he's, you know, he's got these new guys, he's got to build the team up and then they get better toward the end of the season. Right. And that's what we're still hoping for this year. Right. We're still hoping that happens, but what we're seeing is it's going to get harder and harder because more and more of the team are these transferring new guys. And so, and you got a bunch of guys, you don't have, you don't have leadership. Okay. You can have leadership. You know, I heard uh, Chuck Barrett on the radio the other morning and um, he was talking about, he said, look, you can have leaders, guys that are leaders in the locker room, but they may not be leaders on the floor. He said, there's a difference. He said, there's a lot of guys that are good leaders in the locker room that people will look up to. They give people good advice. And he said, and Arkansas has some guys like that, but they don't have the guys that are good leaders on the floor right now. They're not, they're not the guys that are out there on the floor saying they're not the Corey Becks. They're not the Lee Mayberries. They're not the, you know, the guys that are saying, oh, okay, boys, let's lock arms. Let's do this. You know, and everybody keeps wanting Devo to be that guy. And if Devo's not been that guy for four years, I don't know why you're suddenly thinking he's going to become that guy. Now, there's a lot of Devo hate um, out there. I mean, there's like, you know, I guess, you know, guys been there forever. It's just, you know, Arkansas fans love to hate on him. We did it to KJ. Mm. But we need to see Devo for what Devo is. Yeah. Evo Davis is an above average college basketball player. Yeah. And he's probably going to be a heck of an insurance salesman. <laughs> um, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't think Devo's going to the NBA and I, I'm not trying to poop on Devo's dreams or anything like that. Yeah. And he may, he may get a cup of coffee playing overseas or something like that, but Devo's mm -hmm. not going to, he's not going to make a killing in basketball. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't see it. Hopefully I'm wrong. Cause I love Devo, but I mean, you know, cause you know, we had um, I'm brain farting on his name. Um, Kamani, the skills and drills coach. Oh, Bart Reed. And Bart Reed on here, and he's like, and he's saying Devo, Devo's going to be that guy, and Devo's yet to become that guy. Yeah, I just don't, and I think it's time to say it like it is. Devo's not that guy. Well, and and that may be like what Chuck Barrett's talking about. Devo may be the guy that's a good leader in the locker room. He may help out with the guys. You know, at practice, he may help out with them. But when he gets on the court in a game, he's not the guy that they're looking to saying, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? What are we doing here? You know, and and I think you're right. I mean, look, I love Devo too. But he's not the vocal leader on the court guy. He's just not. And some people aren't wired to be that, and that's okay. But here's the other thing, Clint. More than likely, the guys you're going to get in on the portal 
are not going to be those guys either. Because the guys that are the vocal leader on the court are the guys that are going to start at one school and stay there the whole time. Because a leader is dedicated to their team. And they're not going to up and leave for greener pastures. That's just the truth of it. Okay, that's just, I mean, you may have some every now and then that do that. But the but in real life, in real life, the one, you know, the guys that are the big-time leaders at a company you work at, you know, if you work at a company, they're the ones that have been there for years. They're the ones everybody looks to. The guys that just kind of fly in, they may get paid to be the leader and they may make the big bucks, but they don't have the respect of everybody usually because – they're hired guns. Yeah, analytics is all well and good, and it's got its place. Mm. But there's an intangible that is not measured by analytics. That's right. Um, your Lee Mayberry, your Corey Bags, they had those. Mm. Uh, you know, you, you had guys that were good ball players, but they brought something else that just you can't measure. Yeah. You just can't, you know, a, a leader of the team. You're Grant Morgans. Yeah. Can you tell me, when you look at a Grant Morgan and say, this guy's a big analytic guy? Yeah, no. No, you wouldn't look at Grant Morgan and say, that guy's a big analytic guy. Brandon Burlesworth, not a big, big analytic guy. Yeah. And, and, and I put Corey Beck in there. Right there, you probably have the three greatest leaders in the history of the University of Arkansas, in my opinion. Brandon Burlesworth, Corey Beck, and Grant Morgan. Um, anyway, that's that's my two cents. Take yeah, it, take, it, take it for what it is. Yeah, uh, I think Lee Mayberry was up there. Yeah, no, you know, you know, and you know that that's a conversation for another time. Your yeah. Mount Rushmore leaders. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because I mean, you also, I, I've got a lot of respect for Brandon Allen. That man was, oh, was for sure. Him. That man was down down stare down a loaded gun and deliver the pass. Wow, and they lit his truck on fire. I mean, and and I don't think he ever got the credit for how good he was. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, Brandon Allen's still playing in the NFL. I mm-hmm. mean, the, the made a career in professional football. Just hanging out. Yep. You know, he he may get him a He's always seemed to found himself in a good situation too. He made it to the Super Bowl last year. He's probably gonna, you know, he's in the driver's seat to go to one this year. And he he's in San to- Francisco, yeah. <laughs> so now you mentioned something the other day when we were talking. You found yourself watching a lot more NFL here lately. I have. Explain really- that. Well, you know. Part of it is, A, Arkansas was, was just bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when when Arkansas wins, I'm watching Trey Biddy's walk and talk. I'm mm-hmm. watching the post-game press conferences, and I'm I'm happy and I'm giddy. Mm-hmm. And when Trey Biddy's all mad, who's or our tribal, um, <laughs> no, but when Trey Biddy's doing his angry walk and talks and, you know, rapping about the team and, and the you in the press conference of Sam Pittman looking like he's been beat down. It's not as fun. Yeah. Now I'm also a football fan. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, and I love football. And the thing is, there's this is crazy to say. 
there is more loyalty in the NFL than there is college football now. Because the guys under contract, yeah, they can cut you, but you know what? They may not have to eat a lot of money if they do it. You know, there's no delusion of it being an amateur sport anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, when you get to the NFL, we're not even pretending anymore. Like, mm -hmm. okay, is this, yeah. these, these kids, they can go. If you're a starting quarterback in, in, in college football, why not hit the portal? Go to the mm -hmm. highest center. Why not? Because right. God said you can transfer as many times as you want. There's nothing anybody can do about it. Yep. Um, at least in the NFL, you have contracts and, and they, you know, moves are negotiated and all that. Um, it just it seems like, you know, like, you know, and, and there's stuff like hard knocks and all that, which I'm, I'm pulling for the lines this year. I don't think they're going to win it, but that's who I'm pulling for. Just because if you watch that hard knocks season with the Detroit Lions and you don't love Dan Campbell, then you don't love football. Oh yeah. I love me some Dan Campbell. Yep. Um he, he's he's the and I've watched quite a bit of this the end season of the Miami Dolphins. I watched the Jets. Uh, and I, what do you think I, of the Miami Dolphins coach? He's 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 eccentric. He's a different bird. A different bird, but <laughs> seems to know his stuff though. Yeah. Um, so you you really you, you you catch that um there's not a, I mean the fans they 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 gripe but there's not big money boosters mm. hey you know Jerry Jones don't need anybody's money um you know yeah there's just idiot owners in the NFL they're just idiot owners you got to deal with one idiot you know and, mm. and anyway so we had so I've caught myself watching a lot more NFL and part of it's fantasy football, and I know a lot of people, were, you know, they're, they were upset at the NFL a few years ago. Um, but I don't know. It just seems by the state of college football, the NFL is honestly just more fun right now. Because Well, I got to say, I'm wearing my Cleveland Browns hoodie today. How about my brownies? The backup quarterback. Joey Flacco, Italian, all right, forty-year-old okay. killer. Let me ask you a question: a guy I've never rooted for until this year. Now, given given you can have any two teams you want in the Super Bowl, any two teams that are still playing, yeah, who who are you pulling for? And you can you can say the Browns. That's fine. Of course, the Browns. The Browns, because uh, I because they'd be one of my teams, but my other one may surprise you. I said I'm pulling for the Lions. Um, but there's an, I'd, I'd almost rather see the Buccaneers versus the Browns in the Super Bowl. That would be a good one to see Baker. To see Baker Mayfield. Um, see, and I still have love for Baker. I mean, I. Too. I did. I did. He's one of them I didn't get the hate for. I, I really never got the hate for Baker Mayfield, and he got some hate. Mm. <laughs> but he, he got some hate. Um, but he. he well, he responded to some haters. His last year at Cleveland. And that's what really got him some hate. And I don't think it was fair. No. Because he played that last year at Cleveland with a bum shoulder. No, he did. Yeah. And um, and so I I I really um I don't hold any ill will toward the guy. I was glad he was I wish he would have stayed a Browns quarterback. Um 
he I thought he I thought I think the Browns would have been in better situation now if they would have kept him. And if they would have kept the offense around his skill set. Well, they never and you keep seeing these interim coaches come in and do a good job. Mm-hmm. You really do. You've seen it twice with the with the Las Vegas, Oakland, LA Raiders. I don't know, but mm-hmm. with the you've seen it twice now. If they don't now, listen, if you can get Jim Harbaugh, you probably get Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Outside getting Jim Harbaugh, if they don't hire Antonio Pierce, they're stupid and they deserve what they get. Yeah, goes goes. That he has the respect of that locker room, and that's not an easy thing to get, is to get the respect of a locker room. I don't care, who, especially when they had a coach in there before them that just wasn't respected. But you know, back to the Browns, Greg Williams came in and they turned that season around with Baker. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They hired the guy that was the offensive coordinator, you know, and, and push him aside. They just when you have a system that's working, you need to. I never would have made that call. That was a bad, a bad call. Um, well, look, I love the Browns. They're my team. They have terrible ownership. You want to know why the Browns have been so bad since uh, they moved them to Baltimore? <laughs> it's because the ownership groups that have had them, and now the owner, uh, what's the Haslam? Mm-hmm. Or terrible owners. They're all terrible owners. And so that's why they've been so bad. And that's and that's why any NFL team gets bad. That's why that's why the Chargers are so bad. Their ownership will not keep good players around because they don't want to pay them a lot. And so they they sell them off as soon as they start getting, you know, demands for high salaries. So they they keep they get good young players. They they do a good job of drafting. And then they'll get these good young players in there, and then they won't keep them around because they'll start making the you know, you know, higher sal wanting higher salaries, and so they just let them go. And um, they've just and that's why and then and then they don't do anything to promote the team, you know, all that kind of stuff. But so, when the NFL, the one thing that's going to be interesting is watching the coaching carousel. Well, there's six openings right now. Um, Vrabel got canned, man. That's I was surprised by that one. Uh, Pete Carroll, um, I think they mutually parted ways, but he's staying on as advisor. Now, two different ends of the spectrum. Pete Carroll's 72 years old. Yeah, he needs to be focused on playing bocce, bocce ball or whatever. Yeah, that's uh, right. 72 year old going to play golf. He doesn't need to be, you know, grinding yeah. like that anymore. Like Pete, you paid your your time. Sit out the the appropriate amount of years and then get your gold jacket. Yeah, um, Rabel's kind of on the other end of the spectrum. Um, he he'll land on his feet. Um, apparently, that's who New England wants if they move on from Belichick. You know, um, he may end up at New England. He very he very well. I mean, you still don't know what's going to happen there. But right now, there's six openings, uh, and there's a couple more playoff teams that may move on. <laughs> so so who knows um so which um so which job out there right now to use the most attractive you know a lot of people are saying the chargers but i don't think it is because the ownership yeah to me um 
Let's see what what openings are there. There's, there's Seattle. Seattle, um, the Chargers. The the thing about the Chargers is they've got the quarterback, and that's why they're saying that. Carolina, mm. the Raiders, which in my opinion, it, it, they should give that job to Antonio Pierce tomorrow. It doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, got Will Levis in Tennessee, uh, and I'm mm. sure I'm missing another one out there. Um, I'm brain farting. Somebody's probably yelling at their at their. Yeah. Right I think now. I think Tennessee's a decent job. I think Carolina could be because they have new ownership. I think. Yeah, and you know they they were they're pretty sold on. Well, they they got they better be sold on Bryce Young. Um, well, and I think their new ownership is a lot of people are excited about that because the past ownership's been bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, Washington has got yeah, new ownership also. But see, none of those teams except for the Chargers really have the quarterback position. No, there. you're right. And that, and the, that, the Chargers could go win now if the, with the right people. But the thing is, are they gonna? Are you gonna be able to sustain it? Or you know, we got to. You don't have. And you don't have fan support. I mean, even when you're good, you don't have fan support there. Well, because they're in L.A. Yeah, there's so much other stuff to do in L.A. Yeah, the weather's nice. Yeah, that's right. I'm on freeze. Yeah. But it's going to get worse. In LA, it's just nice. Yeah. I mean, there's so much other stuff to do. Yeah. Go to the beach. Look at women in bikinis. Here, I go outside in the freeze. That's right. No, it's um, it's it's a lot different. But um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Belichick. You know, Kraft is good ownership, but are they going to be able to be anything without without a guy like Belichick as a GM, you know, you know, running things. Um, do they have someone in place that can take that over that mantle? Um, Cause I don't, I don't know if any of these coaches were talking about, you know, I mean, if they go with a Patriots guy, you know, Josh Daniels is one of them, which he's failed twice. Why would you ever go back to him? You know, he's, no, he's kind of proven he's better as a coordinator. Yeah, well, and he made that decision. And they thought this is where he lost the locker room. Was that Dave Derek Carr was without a doubt the unquestioned leader of that team. Like yeah. that was Derek Carr's team. And then he made the decision that he was gonna cut Derek Carr. Yeah. Right? And then that's when he lost he lost the locker room. Yep. Which you've got to be able to read the room better better than that. You gotta make better better decisions than that. Now the portal season's kind of kind of dying down, but a lot of the guys that you know we had in the portal uh, have found new homes. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, it's out there now. Bryce Stevens has withdrawn from the portal. Okay, so let's go, over, let's go over a few um, a few of them and uh, see what see what our thoughts are. Well, of course, the big one is KJ to UCF. Yeah, here here's the thing. When a girl leaves you, <laughs> when a girl leaves you when when your sweetheart goes off, you hope she trades up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you yeah. hope oh, all right, she's with a doctor or a lawyer. Can't blame her. I, I don't I don't feel like this is a trade up for KJ. I feel like anything this is a trade down. No, you I, can't tell me he's getting more NIL money at that at Orlando than he is. Than he was at Arkansas. 
No, and I don't think it's about. I mean, I think he's making some money. Don't get me wrong. He's getting some money, but I I think he would have got more. I think he left more on the table at Arkansas. I think he was ready to move on. I think he's like I think he probably felt kind of like the way we all felt like man I've given him five years it's been it's been home for five years and it given them all got him you know I didn't there wasn't a lot of hate there's a lot of hate when kids hit the transfer portal there didn't seem a lot of KJ hate I think everybody would have welcomed him back but you understood man I really think it's more like a Jordan Dominic situation you do I think a new coordinator came in and said look man we love you. But you don't really fit our system. Well, if he fits anybody's system, it's definitely Gus Malzahn's. And also, and here's the other thing. What I just said about the new coordinator saying that, about Petrino saying that, I could be way wrong. That's just me guessing. Okay. We have zero inside knowledge. He could also have made that decision based on I can go there under Gus's system and put up a bunch of stats. And have a better chance of getting in the NFL. Well, so I mean, I'll take. So if I made eight hundred fifty thousand at Arkansas last year, I'll take five hundred thousand from UCF, and I'm still good. Well, you gotta look at it like who who is Gus known for getting in the NFL? Cam, who's mm-hmm. KJ compared to all the time? Cam. Oh, since high school, yeah. Since high school, he's been compared to Cam Newton. You know, he mm-hmm. watches Cam Newton highlight video. It makes sense now. Um, Another one that in the transfer portal news that we didn't discuss this beforehand, but I'm going to pop it on you anyway. Malik Hornsby transferred mm-hmm. from Arkansas to Texas State, ends up serving as a backup quarterback at Texas State. Um, now Who's I love the starter Malik. there? The guy from Arkansas State. TJ Finley was the starter there, which went to Auburn. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, I think the year before that, it was the guy from Arkansas State. Um, okay. Why, why, am I, why am I brain falling his name? He went to Alabama, then to Arkansas State. Yeah. Uh, um, is it Lane Hatcher? No, it's not Lane Hatcher. I was it Hatcher? It was Hatcher. It was Hatcher. Okay. I don't, wrestling Lane, guy. Yeah. Uh, so he um, – but anyway – but now Malik Hornsby hit the portal again, and he is going to Arkansas State, but not to play quarterback. He is deciding to embrace what he should have done at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Does this seem like a small-time move to you by Malik, or does it seem like, all right, I can I can definitely play wide receiver there and get the hang of it? <laughs> I think it's um, apparently things didn't go well at Texas State. I think it's a good move for him because I think Butch Jones is a you know pretty good name coach. He's going to have NFL connections for him, you know, because he's got other kids in the NFL before. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's a lateral move, really. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I, I really thought that if he wanted to play wide receiver. He could play it at a bigger time school. Yeah. And not to put down Arkansas State. I mean, it, it is division one football. It is the fun belt. It is a a good football school. Um, I mean, they've they've had some success. Um 
I know Butch ain't the most popular guy in the world. No. But they've had they've had some moderate success there, mm. uh, especially prior to Butch getting. They were in a bowl game this year. Uh, they were in a bowl game. Arkansas was not. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's nothing more pointless than bowl games. Anymore. But you know the thing is, the Hornsby has ran some. There's practice footage of him. People who've seen him run receiver in practice, and apparently it hasn't gone well enough for either side for them to force him out there. Okay, so that makes me think he may have could have not gotten anywhere bigger. And maybe not because he's so unproven at that. Yes, he's got great speed. Yes, he's good with the ball in his hands. But if he's not good at running routes, getting separation, you know, uh, getting fighting through a defensive back on the line, if he can't do that kind of stuff, then <laughs> you know. He's he's not gonna you know he's he's not gonna well, be you know just line it up and run you straight he's pretty fast so we'll oh yeah him. for sure now another guy that was in the portal and I, this one them this guy was singing his praises all season long and I just didn't understand even ask Coach Mullins I'm like why ain't they giving this ball guy the ball more should the head coach step in because we shouldn't have to AJ Green yeah uh, at least with KJ. You can say KJ went to another conference. We're not going to play him. Mm. Jay Green went to another conference, but we are going to play him. Mm. You know, one, one of the things I will say this about the transfer portal is it's nice when they go to somewhere they're not going to play you. But at the same time, sometimes it just – that's the way it works out. Well, he's from Oklahoma, though. No, he is from Oklahoma. He's from so Coastal. That's, that's part of it. I believe. I think so. So, at least he did go, even though he's going to be someone we're going to play, at least he went back home, you know. Yeah, well, and it's not going to be a conference game either. It's a, it's a non-conference game, but two two yeah. years. And, um, you know, it's, you know, like Paul going to Ole Miss hurt worse. Um, oh, that one hurt big time, yeah. yeah that that one hurt. Um, that one hurt me. Mm-hmm. I love, I love Paul, especially going to conference rival. Um, but yeah, um, but I think it's a good landing spot for him. I think he's gonna, um, we're gonna see some stuff out of there. Well, and he should have got more touches. He really should have. I think we should have. If there's anybody that we really that got a disservice done to him last year, it was AJ Green. I agree. Um, 100, 100%. You can say, well, KJ was throwing off his back. Well, yeah, but yeah, when he touched the ball, good things were happening. It was the, it was mind blowing to me how come you know he didn't get the ball more. Mm. I agree with you totally, man. There was a couple game that one game he had hundred something yards rushing. He only got nine touches. Yeah, and you were like, "Well, wait a second. Why? Why did he only get nine touches? You know?" And 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 Pittman said, "Well, because we had planned for all the guys to get the ball." I'm sorry, man, but if one guy's getting it done on nine touches, you get him up to 15, 20 touches, you know. But um, but yeah, uh, that uh the other one, of course, is uh another former Razorback that transferred is Jalen Catalan is gonna be yeah. re uh get back together with Odom at UNLV. I think that's gonna be good for both of them. I really do. 
I do. Um, no, I'm excited. I mean, I think it's a good, I think it's a good fit for him. Mm. Get back and you know, Cat's one of them guys. I think if he proves he can stay healthy. He he can have him a cup of coffee or two in the NFL. Mm. He's got to show people he's a uh, he can stay healthy. For sure. Um. Definitely. No, no, for sure. But it, it's been it, it. And once again, I like it when they go places where they're not going to play Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, like I said, don't just don't always don't always work out. No. Arkansas's transfer portal rankings up to like eleventh. Um, which Ole Miss is number one. Um, so I mean, the portal's here and it ain't going away, and uh, it's going to be one of the things where every year you're going to have to worry about this. I saw a statistic, and I believe it was every wide receiver between from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two that at the University of Alabama recruited is no longer on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Then they're all in four, four and five. I saw stars. that. Yeah. <laughs> so just to kind of, um, I don't know, just throw this out there. Go ahead. Next year, football. Do you think the team is about the same as this year, worse, or better? I don't know how good this team could have been. With a competent offensive line. I just don't. And and here's the thing. We had the quarterback position figured out. But I don't care if you'd have had Tom Brady back there. I don't know if he could have made a difference. Because he there was that. I mean, it was just, it was, it was just, you had guys out there, and I love a couple of those guys. They've been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But they just weren't – they were the best of what we had, and they were forced out there too soon. I wasn't ready, yeah. No, they definitely weren't – they never really weren't ready because you kept hearing about how great the defense line was looking in spring practice. Mm-hmm. And we kept going, hey, I wonder if that says more about our offensive line or how good the defensive line is. Mm-hmm. As a fan, we chose to believe our defensive line was that great. And our defensive line was good. Mm-hmm. Our offensive line was bad. Mm-hmm. And there were veterans on that offensive line that did not play – the way they had years prior. That was the scary part. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Limmer and Latham, um, who who three, four year starters just looked like they had regressed. And um, but you know, you they've hit the portal hard on the office line. So <clears throat> it just it all comes down to is the quarterback position figured out? But here's the thing. You've got the one of the best quarterback gurus in the country, Bobby Petrino. You got one of the best offensive line gurus in the country, mm-hmm. Steph Pittman, with a hand. This isn't Cody Kennedy. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is the because he he brought Kennedy in hoping he could develop him for a couple of years, then move him over to offensive line. No, this is he he, he this is the offensive. This line is a guy coach. that's gone and done it on his own some. Yeah, he's, he's coming. Him. He's coming back under Pittman's hand, whereas Kennedy had just done it under Pittman's hand. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? So, so I think you're going to see your offensive line is going to be improved. So it's now is up. I mean, it's a lot of it is. I'll be honest with you. A lot of it is up to Bobby Petrino. 
A lot of it is hinging on Bobby Petrino and how he can develop the quarterback. Is it Malachi Singleton? Is it Jacoby Carriswell? Is it Green? Is that is that correct? Green? Mm-hmm. Is it KJ Jackson? Who's going to be QB one? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it is that that is the big thing going into the offseason. Is it Matt Saracen? <laughs> Matt Saracen. Is it Jason? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is, or is it Austin freaking Ledbetter, man? That's right. Um, you know, he I mean all these guys are on even foot. Bobby Drino's only seen them all on film. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure he, I said he's seen practice tape of all of them man, mm-hmm. um, and broke down film. But it, it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be it's going to be a fun watch. And the offensive line battle, um, I, I believe Limmer and Latham have both went to the. They've moved on, correct? I think so. I think one of them may have had another year, but I'm I'm not sure if they're taking it. I'm pretty sure that they're both they both are. Well, here's my thinking, Clint. I I think I think we'll be just as good as this year. We're about the same, or better. I don't think you'll see if we're if we're better. Then the pro then. Here's my here's my thing. And I don't I don't want to I don't want to be too um I'm wondering if some of the issues wasn't some more in the locker room type of stuff. And I'm wondering if if we see if we see them get better, then more than likely it's people that were gone like coaches that were holding us back this year. Well, and, and, and there's there's something to be said. I remember when I played for the Central Arkansas Rhinos, I was the starting center for them, you know, and I played my played my tail off for them. And then the owner of the team gives Rico, your buddy, mm-hmm. brand new pair of cleats. Just like, hey, here's some neat cleats. Yeah, like I'm clearing the way for him. Like Rico's making a killing, running 25 behind me. Um, Jermaine Brown and Jason Fonneberger, um, three former college offensive linemen. They both played. I hung out, but I played for the Rhinos. But I mean, so he's made a killing behind there, and he gets new cleats, and I basically make nothing. You know, imagine, imagine you're make your your highlight of your season is making two hundred dollars coming on the Big C Bigger T podcast. And KJ's pulling up in a cherry red Corvette wearing a hundred thousand dollar chain. Yeah. That's I gotta mean, cause problems. And 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 we know we know the year before that was causing problems because that's where this that's why the strength and conditioning coach was gone. Yeah. Because he was letting people know, hey, KJ's getting a bag, so and so's getting a bag, so and so's getting a, you know, they're getting all this money, look how much money they're getting. Where's your money at? Where's your money at? And it was causing problems on the team. So we know that was happening. We know that's been an issue in the past. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, because look, when I go back and watch some of the game film from last year, yes, Enos, the offense didn't fit right. But I believe some of it was some players wasn't buying into it. 
and wasn't doing the right things to make the offense work either. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And if that's happening, yes, you got to get rid of the coach because you can't just get rid of a bunch of players that are making it not work. And and you can – and when you have deficiencies, you know, th- at this level, I mean, Pittman, Pittman summed it up best. He goes, we did what we practiced, and by the next week they had figured out what we had done to hide our deficiencies. Yeah. You know, Auburn – that those coaches figured it out. We tried to hide that defensive coordinator as our defensive coordinator. So, um, hey, I think I got some breaking news. Oh, breaking news! It's happening while we're on the podcast. Oh, Nick Saban is retiring. Are you serious? It's front page of ESPN right now on their app. I don't believe it. Pull up their app. No. Um. First off, I got a text from a friend about it, and then I went to ESPN. Sources, Alabama coach Nick Saban retiring. Who's going to be – who's going to take over for Saban? Here's, I wouldn't touch that job with a 10-foot pole. No. No, sir. Absolutely not. You do not want to be the guy that follows the guy. You want to be the guy that follows the guy that follows the guy. Exactly. You, yeah. never want, you, you don't want to be Ron Zook. You want to be Urban Meyer. That's right. You don't want to be um, – well, that's, been, that's about it. But, you know, um, but you know, I, a lot of people have said Dabo forever. Um, but see, uh, Dabo won't now because he won't do the portal <laughs> stuff. He won't do the – he won't, you know, he won't mess with a lot of the NIL stuff and – you're gonna to have to do some of that. Do they go? Do they go after Kiffin? I don't. I don't know if Kiffin fits. So I don't but know either. Kip, Kip, to me, Lane Kiffin is perfect where Lane Kiffin is. Exactly. Because you can get a what you can hide a lot of stuff in Mississippi. <laughs> you can. There's There's lots of. There's lots of ghosts to be hidden in Mississippi. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can hide some stuff there that you can't hide in Alabama. <laughs> uh, one more thing I want to bring on before we wrap this, bring up before we wrap this up. I was watching some bowl games, and it's finally happened, Travis. What's that? Uh, and I'm texted Eli. I said I hate Missouri. I hate them. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand them. I That's can't. Right. I don't know yep. these I want to slap him. Yep. Like, I just want to let that out there. Like, it is officially – you know what, guys? It is officially rivalry. I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. That's right. That's, That's it. I just – I hate you. Get rid of them. That's right. That's just right. Like, I hate you. That's you right. Put up your billboards. It's it's cute. But, no, I hate you. That's right. Hope lose every game. Hope you go on 12 next year. Yep. Well, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, please share, like subscribe, all those things, okay? Look, me and Clint love doing this podcast. We do. I'm here fighting the illness. We love doing it, okay? But we can't do this without you guys. We can't do it without you sharing it, liking it, letting people know about it, okay? Um, We don't make any money off this. In fact, this costs us a lot of money to do. I paid Austin Lightbender money out of my pocket. Yeah, and We've we've done we've spent a lot of money out of our pockets to make this happen. We do it because we like doing it. We're creative. 
it gives us an outlet to be creative and we, and we love talking about this stuff. And so, um, but you can help us out a little bit, but just by taking and hitting that share or hitting that like hitting all those things, because those things matter, Give especially when you're, a, especially when you're a small podcast like us, those things matter more than you'll ever know. Okay. So please like share comment, all those different things. Okay. Uh, who do you think should be Alabama's new coach? Who do you think it'll be? Predict it. All those good stuff. Okay. What do you think Arkansas oh, is going to look like? They can handle that job. Okay. <laughs> no, no matter who they left lane hammer down, baby. <laughs> whoever they hire, they're going to drop that. He is going to get roasted. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Whoever it I mean, is. It, be, it almost, it had to be somebody like Dab. I mean, Dabo or Urban Meyer is about the only guys that yeah. that fan base is not going to ride over. But yeah, I mean, Nick's also in his seventies. Yep. You know, it's time. It's time for these guys to go fish. And good for him. Good for him to go get to go hang out at the lake house. I'm Did sure he'll he'll probably still be going around making some fundraising speeches. Oh, hundred percent. But you know, his wife he had one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard. He said something to his wife. He goes. In in your wildest dreams, do you ever envision we'd be here? And she told Nick, she goes, "You're not in my wildest dreams." <laughs> that's right, yeah. I'm like, that's great. Like that's good. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, folks. Well, hey, have a great week. Hope you're enjoying 2024. Hope you're blessed and just having a great time. And hope it's been a great year so far for you. And uh, make the best out of it. Everywhere you are, be all oh, there. Yeah. Peace. Sweat. One filthy dirt harvest her kingdom come sweat work filthy dirt harvest her kingdom come listen that's why I sweat when I work my hands get filthy down in this dirt won't see no gonna change these prayers breaking up hard drive so i can sow the seed in a friend and no exit pain love i gotta follow his lead that's why i swear when i work my hands get filthy down in this dirt won't see no Breeze blows by, pick me up right on time. Listen.